0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here
1: and it's Kara
0: and We're in Gemini season. Gemini season is here. It is honestly, I think a pretty good season. Tara, what do you think about Gemini season?
1: Yes, I am almost done listening to my first audiobook and I did end up buying a new journal so I can, I don't know, write in it. Just very on brand, I guess, for Gemini season. How has it been for you? I will say so
0: far Gemini season has been pretty on brand we're learning lots of new things and suddenly I feel social again I'm ready to have a social life I'm ready to hang out with people for those of you who don't know I am a grad student and I'm I'm nearing the end of grad school not quite there yet but it takes up most of my social time. And we're in summer now almost. And it's just I don't know, it's a good time. But if you want to know why the astrology of Gemini season is like pretty good, then definitely listen to last week's episode, where we detail everything that happens in Gemini season. So you can kind of know what to expect. But Honestly, I am really excited about this week's episode. We have some pretty good transits happening. And before we get into, you know, Mars and Aries, Venus and Taurus, this is your regular reminder. I'm not even going to say the full ordeal, but rate, review, share, live, laugh, love. Anyways. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 Let's chat. What what is happening? We're getting cozy. We're coming home. Home is where we are. Why are we at home? Well, Mars, the planet of motivation, is returning home to its home sign of Aries. How beautiful. This happens at 7.18 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, the date, time, information is from the website astroseek.com. Now, what happens? Motivation is there. The drive is there. If anyone remembers that the when Dwayne the Rock Johnson was like rapping, it's like it's about drive. It's about power <laughs> like that energy of Dwayne the Rock Johnson in that song is kind of what Mars and Aries is about. We're ambitious, we're driven. We're competitive. we're feisty. We're going going at our goals, full throttle. This is about going quick. This is about taking action. This is about getting things moving. Why this matters. You need to have motivation to get things done, to get tasks done. I know sometimes we hear we're going to be motivated and automatically our thought process is like, yeah, goals and career motivation shows up in so many different ways it's like I'm motivated to be the best version of myself possible I am motivated to be more social that's my motivation right now I'm so motivated to be more social I'm really motivated to to revamp my wardrobe. I'm really motivated to feel good about myself. I'm really motivated to exercise, not for fitness reasons, but just because it makes me feel good. It's dopamine that I'm looking for at this moment. But motivation, right? I think sometimes we hear that and it's just like, okay, goals, drive, the gym, et cetera. Yes, that's true. But expect this to show up in so many different ways in your life where suddenly you're a lot more competitive than usual. You're feeling more spontaneous than usual. You're like, hey, I really want to go hang out with my friends tonight and I'm going to just do it right now, full send on it. Maybe you were supposed to stay in. Maybe you were supposed to keep it chill, keep it mellow the spontaneity is there so follow your impulse and have fun with this mars and aries energy
1: yeah aries is really connected to like its gut feelings it's very like passionate so if there's things that you want to do doing it like in the moment when you just like feel the desire to do it is like the best way to kind of use the mars and aries energy because you know, our feelings change, our motivation fluctuates, our energy fluctuates. So kind of leaning into, I guess, like the flow, if you will, of your energy can be really important. It is also important to you know, be mindful of burnout, just because, again, it is like a very like quick type of energy. So you might be very motivated and want to do lots of different things. And that can tire you out kind of quickly. So it's really important to still take time to rest and recover so that you are able to just like keep going and doing the things that you want to do. Another thing too, some of the direct energy can sometimes get Put in the wrong place, if that makes any sense. And it can be a little bit competitive. So it's just something to like be mindful of as you're like going through life in general, whether you feel like other people are just, you know, being a little bit much a little bit, maybe aggressive or too direct to kind of like either notice that and take a step back or take a break. Or if you notice that you are kind of getting a little bit antsy, and you need to take a step back to to like breathe and take some time that will be really important just because Mars and Aries can be a little bit impulsive. But you know, Mars is at home in Aries. So overall, this is a pretty good transit.
0: Yeah, I will say, though, the anger thing can be there. Mars deals with our anger. Aries is a fire sign. It's also cardinal, which takes initiative. So if you find that you are getting really heated about something and you don't want to say something about it, maybe take a step back before you do. If you feel your temper is a little bit you know, hotter than usual, Mars is in a fire sign, you know, that vibe is definitely there. So did just want to say that. And also from one cardinal sign to another, don't act when you're angry, cool down first. I have made some very quick decisions, have said things very quickly in the moment when I'm angry And sometimes these are big things that I'm doing here. I've made big mistakes in the moment. So proceed with caution and just cool down if you find that you end up in these situations during Mars and Aries.
1: Yeah, it's like don't make... Permanent decisions based on temporary emotions, if you want a little mantra or a little like quote type thing. I was recently reading something too that was talking about how our emotions and things fluctuate, which is true, but it's just like good to be reminded of that because sometimes I feel like when things are very intense, it feels like it's gonna be permanent and it's gonna last forever and it's always gonna be like this, but that's not true. And especially with Mars being in Aries, and if you have any Aries. You know, people in your life or just anyone with Aries energy, you know that like it's very like quick to change too, from like one thing to the next. So that's something else that we can, you know, really kind of embrace. Let's talk about the aspects that Mars will make in Aries. So the
0: first one that happens is on May 29th, Mars will be conjunct Jupiter, which is in Aries at this point, if you didn't know that. And Mars conjunct Jupiter just gives me like the eye of the tiger (laughs) it's it's really you're giving it your all it's really your drive is through the roof your motivation is insane this feels like drinking a celsius and being in the gym for three hours until you're you know it's really go big there is no go home. It's it's hmm. go big. Mars is already at home for you. So this is just literally it. Go big. Now, with that being said, though, if we're talking about anger is another Mars thing. Watch your temper specifically May 29th. Yes, throughout Mars and Aries. Or just in general, I think that's a good life thing to think about <laughs> is our anger and how we handle anger. But just just really watch. Mars conjunct Jupiter no matter what sign it's in. If this is you know Mars' anger, Jupiter expands things. You've been warned.
1: Yeah, it brings a lot of excitement, too. I just feel like that's, I don't know, my Mercury is in Aries. And I'm always the person they're like, why are you being so loud? But I'm just like, like, why are you yelling? And I'm like, no, like, I'm just really, really passionate about it. And that is kind of the same thing as like Mars conjunct Jupiter as you're going about, like doing things like this is not your 100%. This is like 110, 120, 150%. Like, you are giving it your all it is everything you are really going for it. And I also like the fact too that this is like very positive and like very optimistic as well. So if they're, I don't know if things come up or if you just feel like a very strong desire to do something, I just feel like it's a really good, you know, time transit to like be thinking about that and to be doing it. There always is the chance or the possibility of overdoing it per usual, but I don't know. And honorable mention too to the fact that this is happening in Aries. So some of the things that you want to do or want to take action on probably have to do with things that are really important to you as a person or things that you know just like really resonate or something that you feel very strongly about that maybe you haven't had the chance to like go and do yet or express yet or you know whatever it is it's very much like put yourself first type energy on june 27th mars will sextile
0: saturn i actually really like this Just because Mars in Aries can bring a little bit of impatience where we want things to happen right away and we act right away and if things are going too slow, we're getting frustrated. Mars sextile Saturn, I think, helps us manage the impatience just a little bit better by allowing us to understand that our actions obviously Will provide results, but it might not happen immediately. This is about creating an action plan for yourself, or just knowing too that you know things require steps, you can't always do everything all at once. Sometimes you have to have steps. And I don't know, June 27th feels like a good vibe for me,
1: it makes me think of. Good things take time. Speaking of, we may or may not have merch if you want to go and check that out, you know, on our website. Anyways, (laughs) we love the balance of Saturn being there just because it brings more like longevity and permanence, I guess, to some of the things that we are working on. And it can be a little bit frustrating, especially with Aries energy who wants everything, you know, right now. But we also want things to be long lasting and we want things or I guess like good habits and new habits and things that we're trying to, you know, start with Mars and Aries to continue as well. So
0: (laughs) I'm like, I'm about to kill the vibe real quick. July 1st, not a good vibe. Mars square Pluto frustration. The quote that I think of is, is this worth fighting for? It's just, we're frustrated. What we want might not be something we can do for external reasons, major conflict, it just,
1: I'm not happy about it. (laughs) Yeah. What I'm about to say is like, probably very Taurus, But sometimes things come up that we can't change, if that makes any sense. And like, that doesn't mean that the way that you feel about it isn't valid. Your feelings are valid. You are allowed to feel frustrated or angry or sad or whatever the feeling is that's coming up. But at the same time, it is kind of important to accept things for what they are or for what they were, so that you are able to kind of move on from it and so that you're not holding on to it. And obviously, again, I'm a tourist, letting go is hard, it's difficult, but you know, you don't want to be carrying things with you that you don't need to be carrying at the same time. So it really is kind of like finding a balance between letting, you know, the square bring up the emotions that are probably going to be a little bit intense or, you know, you're going to be feeling some type of way about it. And, you know, some situations you may be like, oh, wait, it can be fixed by doing this or I could do this instead. And there might be, you know, a very practical solution to it but if there isn't giving yourself the space you need to kind of like process it and then hopefully eventually get to like the acceptance moving on stage and again the way that that happens that timeline is you know very personal it depends there's no like right or wrong way to do it well let's
0: return back to some some good news some things we'd like to hear while mars is at home in aries venus also returns home to taurus this happens on may 28th at 10:46 a.m. eastern standard time this is really a time of getting comfortable getting cozy indulging and honestly, loving life. <laughs> um, Venus deals with how we we spend our money. Taurus has excellent taste. So if you find yourself making some more expensive purchases, investment purchases, doing a little splurging, a little treating yourself, you can fully blame that on Venus and Taurus. Venus is not even in Taurus yet, and I'm already blaming my shopping stuff that I've been doing on Venus and Taurus. We're not even there yet. I ordered delivery twice (laughs) in one day. Do I care? No, Venus is almost in Taurus. And when Venus is in Taurus, you bet I will continue with my little Grubhub premium (laughs) ordering maybe once a day, maybe twice a day. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe once a week. I don't really know. Regardless, The desire to treat yourself is there and whatever treating yourself looks like to you will obviously be vastly different than what it looks like for me. In my instance today, I was ordering myself ramen and Staying in sweatpants all day. Maybe for you, treating yourself is going to a spa. Maybe it's meditation. Maybe it's a fun night out with friends. Whatever it might be, this is the time to do it, to indulge, to enjoy. Treat yourself to the, you know, the more expensive meal that tastes good from your favorite restaurant that you don't normally go to often. Venus is also our relationships. And with Venus in Taurus for romance, this is about really taking the time to get to know someone and taking time with love. This is not rushing the process. This is having the slow growth process. And I think for friendships too, we see this as like fun movie nights in, we're all comfortable. This is like when you text the group chat, like, do we want to look cute or ugly? And we all say ugly and we all show up in our comfortable clothes. It's, it's it's nice. I have nothing bad to say about this besides the aspects, which I'll talk about (laughs) in a second. But Kara, what is your opinion about Venus and Taurus?
1: Yeah, big mood because we love Venus being in Taurus. The aspects like Jade said, we'll get into that in a moment. But first, in terms of like shopping, if that is, you know, your Venus and Taurus vibe, something that I started asking myself before I like made any purchases recently was like, am I gonna want this in five years? Like, is this something that like I want right now? Or is this something that I want right now? But also like I, you know, will be using it often and will need it and continuously like use it in the future, if that makes any sense. So I don't know, that might help you if you are struggle making shopping decisions like this Libra rising over here. (laughs) The other thing, too, Jade and I, I'm not going to spoil it at all, but I'm just going to say that we do have some fun plans for the future. And one of the things that we plan on doing is very on brand for Venus and Taurus. It involves food and it involves nature. So that's all (laughs) I'm going to say for now because you'll see it on our instagram eventually but yeah it's a really good time for kind of just like slowing down doing things that you enjoy and it's a good balance out i think to mars and aries
0: yeah for sure i also think too like again if we want to talk like the more like self-help vibe you know boundaries we always associate that with Taurus and again just the the process of taking things slow knowing your worth and adding tax type thing it, it's a good time in the relationships too I find and this is like you know I don't know whether you're single in a situation sh- ship oh my god in a situation ship or in a relationship or you know just doing you whatever that means to you. I think there's something here for everyone to enjoy. If I could keep Venus and Taurus forever, I personally would. That's just my opinion. I really love this. So I hope you all love it too.
1: Ooh, sorry. I agree with that. Where would you want Mars to be? Oh, I would. Um, oh. mm. Honestly,
0: I kind of like when Mars is in Capricorn. I know. I was thinking of an Earth sign. Yeah, Mars in Capricorn is is pretty driven, but it's not as like fiery as Mars and Aries.
1: Yeah, that is actually very true. Okay, I think I agree.
0: Yeah, for sure. But clearly I'm showing a bias for Earth things.
1: I feel like it tones down the Mars energy, if that makes any sense. For
0: sure, for sure. (laughs) Let's discuss the aspects, right? Because as much as I love Venus and Taurus, I don't really love these aspects. Some are good, some are bad. That's just life, you know? June 11th, Venus is conjunct Uranus. Do we want the pros or do we want the cons first? I think, oddly, I want to start off with the cons. The cons to this, this could mean wanting to break free, whatever that might look like. This is like sometimes cutting the cord and setting yourself free, that, that's the, the biggest con for me. This might be just like I need to break away and vibe out and do my own thing. The pros to this is that could also just mean you are feeling more creative. You're making new friends. You're making new connections sporadically. The unexpected is happening. This could mean really switching up your style and your aesthetic if Venus is also beauty Uranus is the unexpected, it's changed. This is like a really good time to do that if that's something you've been looking to do. But yeah, pros and cons.
1: Yeah, it's so funny because I didn't even think about this, but I was just saying before we started recording that I wanted to like change my hair. So very on brand for, you know, Venus conjunct Uranus. On
0: June 15th though, faded connections are among us.
1: You sound like a magic eight ball.
0: That's what I was literally thinking. Like, this this gives me the same energy as, like, when you're reading, when you're, like, on TikTok and then one of those, like, if you're seeing this, the love of your life will <laughs> randomly appear tomorrow. The signs are everywhere. Look for 222. Like, this is the same energy because the North Node is, like, the direction we're headed in life. And... This Venus conjunct the North Node is literally like faded connections. You know, I'm going to let you speak because you're always the queen of the North Node to me.
1: (laughs) The North Node is really our direction. And Venus, as we were saying, deals with like a lot of different things between like our values, our relationships, even just like creativity. If you're like an artist or, you know, anything anything like that the way the way that you kind of like express yourself and i just kind of feel Like it's aligning your values and the things that you're doing and the people that you're around with like your purpose. Now I'm a magic eight ball too. But like, that's really what it is. It's like kind of like the missing puzzle piece. And now it's like finally in the right place and everything's like clicking. And now it's like right place, right time, energy, like too. And like I said, everything's kind of just like coming together. So we love it. What we don't love is on June eighteenth, Venus
0: squares Saturn. Now what a what a mixed bag. On June eleventh, we're breaking free. On June fifteenth, we're finding our soulmates. On June eighteenth, we're terrified to commit to them. Oh my gosh, why <laughs> what, is that so accurate? <laughs> what a what a mixed bag. June eighteenth, Venus squares Saturn. This is this is difficulty opening up this is difficulty feeling the ability to to trust whatever that means to you whether that's not necessarily like I don't trust this person but more so like I'm I'm not ready to open myself up to something more serious yet and I don't I don't know if I trust the outcome will be good and things like that so this is kind of like When it comes to our relationships, there might be some difficulty with opening up and you might be a little bit more hesitant to get there. (laughs) Whether you're single or committed, there can be some – for the people in relationships, there could be some challenges with vulnerability and, you know, those, those themes.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like you might not feel like you're good enough or like the thing that you did is good enough. And it's really interesting when you think of, like, art because I really hope that I can make this relatable because, you know, art, art school, went to school for dance. But, like, there's aesthetics, obviously, and things, like, are supposed to look pretty. But then there's also, like, beauty and the things that are, you know, not traditionally considered pretty or beautiful, or whatever the thing is. So, you know, sometimes we try to like keep certain things to ourselves, whether that's like things that happened in our past or things that we're feeling or things that we're going through. And we kind of just again, want to, you know, lean into that Saturn energy and like keep it kind of confined in this one spot and not, you know, open up and like, share it with others. And, I'm not saying that that's easy to do. Like it definitely is hard to be vulnerable and to, you know, be uh, completely open and honest with others. And I'm definitely not saying that you should just, you know, go all in and overshare the first time you meet someone because there is, you know, a little bit of a process. It takes time to get to know someone. So there is, you know, some value and validity, I guess, in the, I'm using air quotes, like hesitation but at the same time, sometimes we do need to also be okay with being vulnerable and pushing ourselves to trust and things like that. So it really just kind of depends on, you know, the situation and what's coming up for you. And if things feel, you know, a little bit challenging, that, that would be Saturn's fault.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Also too, like sometimes this is like fear getting in the way, uh, I just wanted to mention that because I know someone with Venus square Saturn in their natal chart and they're in a relationship now, but leading up to that relationship, there was so much fear that the past would repeat itself or that when getting into the relationship, certain things would happen because that's what happened in the past so if you find yourself in that mentality where you're thinking like, hey, I'm so afraid of the past repeating itself, or I, I'm nervous that the outcome will be something unpleasant and that's what's getting in the way. Like, first of all, like I'm sorry you had to deal with difficult circumstances like that. And I, I really hope that you're able to come out strong. I mean, it's it's difficult dealing with tough situations, but sometimes the things that we think will happen because it happened in the past don't actually happen. Maybe better things happen. And just trying to keep that in the back of your head that the past doesn't always equal the future can help make navigating this transit a little bit easier, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it's very on brand because if you think of Saturn as like that grumpy that grumpy old man type of like stereotype, you know, people say that about Saturn, but it's also the more experiences you have, you learn a lot and you become wise. And then you are trying to prevent mistakes or unpleasant or difficult things that happened in the past from happening again. Like that's natural. That's normal. That's like why fear exists. It's like partially to protect us from getting into, you know, bad situations. (laughs) But it's something that's really important to kind of process if that makes any sense and you know if you if therapy is something that you are open to and your situation allows for that then that is another way to kind of like heal and work through the things that are coming up
0: well i think the following day will help with the healing process because june 19th venus will sextile neptune and while we're recovering from the Venus square Saturn vibe, Venus sextile Neptune brings this this light, this optimism that things are going to work out. There's a lot more trust in the universe that the relationships you have are with purpose and they're unfolding the way that they're meant to. There's a lot more empathy to be had here. There's a lot more understanding. There's a lot of, I don't know, it's, it's pleasant. This is like... You know, it's like when you hope someone is going to be a good person and then they turn out to be a good person. That's kind of the vibe I get from Venus sextile Neptune. It is also completely unrelated to relationships, a very creative transit. If you're looking for a day to be creative, I, I enjoy Venus sextile Neptune for that. It's a good day to kind of like be around others and support others on June 21st literally just an hour before cancer season begins. Venus will trine Pluto. And I hate that I always say dive deep when it comes to Pluto, but that's really the best terminology I have. This is the time to like dive deep into your relationships, like ask the hard questions, support each other through the difficult situations, understand someone for who they truly are that's the vibe of Venus trying Pluto
1: yeah it gives me like that late night conversation type energy where you're like at the sleepover it's 2 a.m everyone's like you know in their spot and you have your pillow and your blanket and you're just like opening up and saying all of the things and I don't know it's definitely A very uh, like I don't know good energy to connect with others it can be you know a little intense because Pluto is but the trine is making it you know a very positive aspect and it'll be a good day to kind of like be around others and enjoy others and even just like enjoy art and like music and things like that as well
0: and that's pretty much it for Venus and Taurus I again really like these two transits happening at once it's some good energy if you're looking for some good news that's the good news but on that note next week mercury retrograde is over we have a new moon in gemini as well so definitely stick around for next week's episode where we tell you all about the new moon in gemini as well as mercury returning direct again and what to expect moving forward but if you want to stay in the loop with us as the astrology keeps unfolding, then make sure you're following us on social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ELME, the stars. And we're also on YouTube. If you prefer to listen to this podcast with the captions on, the option is there. Just search Blame It on the Stars podcast on YouTube and we will show up. But, anyways, I hope you all enjoy this wonderful energy that is coming our way. And with that being said, we'll check in next Monday. Bye.